Hi everyone, today's um, live and podcast is with Deva Vidya and she's one of my best friends and also mm. a, <laughs> a local priestess and she does circles at my house and ever since I got to Sedona, I just really, really <laughs> fell in love with her and saw her as a soul sister and then I had this I had this very beautiful experience when, where I saw her in the halls of a menti. Because mm-hmm. I go to the halls of a menti. So welcome, Deva. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming and thank, thank you. you for being on here. And thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you today. <laughs> I'm always excited to be with you, my love. So I want you just to tell everyone a little bit about your work. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I know we're going to do this podcast live about light language. Mm-hmm. And it's something that a lot of people who are awakened that they're doing right now in this community. And I have light language that I speak. Of course, I haven't done very many videos about it. And a lot of you have asked me to do some videos. So tonight, we actually decided to do some live light language and speak about where it comes from, its origins, how you can tap into it. So this is going to be an amazing podcast. And I'll just let Deva tell everyone a little bit about herself. Go Thank ahead. Thank you. Okay. Um, where do I begin? <laughs> um, I just want to say hello and thank you everybody for coming and being with um, Sarah and myself. Um, I started speaking light language, um, I'm not sure, many years ago now, because I, had a, I have a dear friend on the East Coast. Her name is Kai Shanti, and you should definitely look her up on YouTube, because she um, is an amazing priestess as well and does beautiful energy work. And she um, does something that she calls angelic blessings or Shakti Pot. And I went to many, many, many of her Shakti Pots, which are um, energy transmissions. And she uses light language in those energy transmissions. And each time I went, I could feel myself resonating with her more and more. Until one day, I had a circle of 30 women in my, in my living room, and she was giving Shaktipat to each one individually. It took three hours, <laughs> and I was the last one. So I was receiving all of that energy that she was giving everybody those three hours. And when she came to sit in front of me, um, all of a sudden I started hearing the same, um, the same sounds that she was making in my, in my head. And I, I said to myself, you know what, I'm with, my sisters and I'm safe and I'm just gonna let it out and see what happens (laughs) and all of a sudden she and I were speaking the same language literally like we were saying the same we we were making the same sounds and and the same gestures and and it was coming through so clearly and so beautifully and that's the very first time that it ever really came through to me Mm -hmm. and I really didn't understand um, what was happening at the time I just knew that it was something that was very powerful that Kai does and that mm-hmm. I received great healing from and I've seen many, many people receive healing. So I was mm-hmm. very, very excited that this was something that was activated in me. And later I learned, the more I spent time with it, because I spent a lot of time in the shamanic realms and a lot of time in the multidimensional realms. Mm-hmm. Um, as a shamanic priestess, I bring people in shamanic journeys. And so I spend a lot of time there with my clients and then I spend a lot of time there on my own going into the shamanic realms. And what I learned was this is a very ancient frequency that we are now bringing back. That this was something that we all were able to speak and we were all able to um, create 
And now, because we are we are rising up higher into frequencies, and we're being receiving downloads of energy from our galactic brothers and sisters, and from the sun, we are now um, being infused with this light, these literal light codes that are awakening this this energy that is being emitted through sound. Mm -hmm. And so it's really beautiful. So. Um, it really depends on who I am channeling for, because this is channeled energy. This comes directly from whether I'm, I'm asking to speak to your spirit guides, or whether I'm asking to speak to your higher self or divine mother. I do a lot of work with the divine mother, channeling the divine mother, mm -hmm. whether it be from spirit or the universe or from galactic beings of um, many different, you know, many different systems. I um, so it really depends, and the, and the language is very different. Sometimes it'll come through and it'll sound like it's Chinese. Sometimes it sounds like it's from Hawaii. Sometimes I sound like I'm from Lakota or a Hopi. Or, um, so it's very, very interesting. Sometimes it comes through and sounds Celtic. Um, sometimes it just sounds like this crazy, weird, like galactic voice. And so everything is very different. It comes through very differently through me. And um, what sometimes it comes through to bring forth clearing to help you clear your energy field mm -hmm. sometimes it comes forth to to heal whether it be physical whether it be emotional or mental or even spiritual healing sometimes it's helping you to activate those codes within you those ascension codes um, sometimes it activates and, and helps you to bring down downloads of messages and so it's really cool because it, I, I do almost every day I, I, I lead groups in shamanic journeys and bring them into the shamanic realms and there I, I infuse the shamanic journeys with the light language. And people have told me that they've had experiences in these shamanic journeys when I'm doing the light language. I do it speaking and I also sing the light language. Um, beautiful melodies and songs come through to me. And people are actually having experiences as if they were taking ayahuasca, mm -hmm. but without the ayahuasca. And so it's really beautiful. I've had people actually cancel their ayahuasca ceremonies um, because they've had such profound experiences in the journey infused with the light language. So this is something that's coming through now through a lot of different people. Some people channel one specific thing. Like I know I have a friend who she only cha channels the Hathors. Mm -hmm. You know, the, um, Kai, she channels, I think, the, um, Kali and the Great Mother. You know, so, but I have been really blessed being able to channel many many different um, energies coming through and really I really love it I'm so excited about it and even when I'm feeling down I channel for myself I just lay in my bed and I'll just let that energy come through and the sounds will come through to help to clear any negative energy and to heal any discordant energy you know I, I have my experiences of course of light language and I was told that the origins of light language come originally from um, God. It's the language of God mm -hmm. because light is God. Absolutely. And so I was told that all of our languages that we have now come originally uh, from this language mm -hmm. and that we forgot this language when we forgot our souls. And as we, our soul is light is God. And as we start to go ahead and connect to our souls. And as we start to allow God, you know, to channel through us, then we're gonna have the remembrance of this ancient language and it affects everything. Absolutely. I, I, I know I've used it in astral uh, projection when there were, there were negative energies, it would 
come out and then it would completely transmute those negative energies into light mm. so it did that and i was told that as people remember this they will still start to come through them and they'll channel they'll channel it to the oceans they'll channel it to the skies they'll channel it to 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 transmute the pollution on this earth mm -hmm. and the ocean actually spoke to me at one point years ago when i was in cabo i was on this beautiful vacation and the literally the um the um she's she's got something back there sorry about that a little doggy bella <laughs> so sweet so when i was in cabo i was you know i was laying out on the sand on the beach and the ocean told me it showed me this vision of the future and it showed me people all holding hands mm, how beautiful around standing on the shores of the ocean and they were having this light language they had connected to god within and they were having this light language come out of them and that was hitting the negative frequencies of the ocean of pollution and transforming oh, them and yeah. healing the ocean mm -hmm. so i was told that there's going to be you know more and more people who get in touch with this and tap into it as they tap into themselves and we're going to actually use that to heal ourselves and the planet so absolutely. this is really something important this is the original language of god absolutely i love this and and and, and all the things that i talked about the divine mother higher self the, all these are aspects of that 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 one being that is god or great spirit yes that's yeah. mm -hmm. it's both it's it, it's both male and female it's mm -hmm. both father and mother mm -hmm. brother and sister it it's it's everything that we need and it's here within us mm. and it gives us the healing that we need and it restores us to wholeness and brings us to wholeness and it gives us god power absolutely it does and, and these the, different codes go ahead uh, yeah no i love it i love <laughs> it so um the palladians told me um a few years back that um this is our powerful tool this is the only tool and the only instrument that we need is the human voice and that we have no idea how powerful our voices are, mm -hmm. and that they believe that actually the, that was what what created this, the the, um, the megalith stones and what brought the megalith stones to mm -hmm. to you know um, Stonehenge and what that what lifted the stones to create the pyramids was the sound from the human voice. And so now we're remembering how to use our voices. And it's so important because I do a lot of ceremonial work with people and I, I encourage them to tone. Maybe not everyone has access yet to the light language, but we can all tone. We can all make sounds with our voice. And when we start to use our voice in this way, we're going to really step into that power because like you said, this is the power of God. And so we're allowing God power to come through us and, and there's nothing that we can't do. There's nothing. We're a channel, a portal. And I saw that, you know, we need to have more people who are portals of God mm -hmm. energy on this planet. A lot of people are actually portals to lower energies and lower realms. And these lower realms suck energy and uh, um, they're vampiric. And we need to people to actually go in and face their unhealed things, you know, whether from it's from this lifetime or past lifetimes to clear ancestral karma, to completely go do the work. And we're, we're very intricate beings. We're like mm -hmm. an onion with layers. We have the emotional body, the etheric body. We have the chakra system. We need to go in and speak to each part of ourselves. I speak to my my kidneys. I, you know, I go and I, I, I clear my mind. Yes. I'm like, I focus on my kidneys. I'm like, is there any emotions that need to be deleted out of you? You're beautiful, beautiful. And then as we do this, mm -hmm. then we can go ahead and bring that light in and become portals of light. Mm -hmm. And that's what's going to shift the world. We can, you know, we can say so many words. Words don't shift things. Energy shifts things. And this is going to be the shift that this planet really needs 
and we're the seers and priestesses and priests of that shift Absolutely. that have incarnated for this. Absolutely. And it's so funny that you talk about this because this is something that I am a very dear project to me that Spirit has been pushing me to do. I have many other projects I want to work on, but Spirit has been pushing me to create these recordings. And they're exactly of what you are saying. So there's a, there is um, a, a specific um, recording for ancestral healing mm -hmm. and there's a specific um, recording for being a portal of light and bringing the light through there's a specific recording for um, for healing the chakras for um, inner child wound for calling on the ascension codes in and, and helping to activate the ascension so I have a, mm -hmm. there's many other things happening but I'm this album I'm going to be doing it's going to be free to the public I'm going to be putting it on my SoundCloud it'll be on my band camp it will also be on YouTube. So these will all be free um, offerings and I'd love for all of you to check it out. So please um, go to my website, waythesacred.com. We'll list it down below. But um, then this way you can listen to it on headphones. And when you listen to it, it will activate this, this energy for you. So I'm really excited about it. You know, it's been something that is not of me. I know that this is this is my divine priestess work, my priestess work that um, Spirit and the Great Mother have been pushing me to do. Mm -hmm. And um, there's been a lot of catalysts in my life that have created um, this space for me to do this. And so um, I'm really excited about it. Well, you know, it's, it's like we're having this awakening going on. And for us, you know, it's been a very intense journey. I, I know that you've had an intense journey and we've been through a lot of trauma um, in this journey, but we needed that trauma to learn how we could, you know, go deeper mm -hmm. and find that healing and find God. And the more trauma that I had in my life, the more I delved deeper Absolutely. and the more I was like, okay, I'm just gonna keep going and keep going until I feel whole and healed. Mm -hmm. So that was my journey. And then, you know, then we get the blessing of being able to bring that information of delving so deep into our shadow self mm -hmm. and healing and finding the divine to the public. Yes. And it wasn't an easy journey for any of us, but it was a needed journey. And you know what, if we didn't have those, that, that for me, that trauma was a blessing because if we didn't have it, we wouldn't have looked deep into ourselves. Yes. So we have to even understand that the pain that we're going through, trauma we're going through, is there to make us look deeper into ourselves and rather see it as a blessing to help us truly find ourselves rather than hating it or disliking it. Mm -hmm. Accept it and say, okay, you're a wise teacher. Mm. I'm, I've learned from you. Okay, I'm going to heal and ascend past this and into my wholeness. Mm. So it's, I think sound language too is amazing for helping with healing because when I was going through a really hard time, I just remember I just would be laying in bed. I was really, you know, I'd been drained of my energy. I was having a really hard time. Yes. And I just have this language. I'd, I'd have this language come through me and I'd, I'd feel each chakra light up. I'd feel my organs start mm -hmm. to heal and I could feel all of my cells charging with energy as the language came through me. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting what you said about how there's different ones because sometimes it was like clicks and sometimes it's, 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 it's like, okay, it sounds maybe more, um, 
more like like a symphony and sometimes mm -hmm. it's more poetic mm -hmm. so when it comes through and then my whole body lights up with this electrical energy which is god energy and what happens is my cells charge my entire system charges and my frequency goes up and that was my that's one of my experiences with light language yes and i i, I think that now is the time for a lot of people people to really tap into yes. it so how do you suggest happening to it. Well, I really think that listening to other people, I mean, you have to resonate with them because I want to just make a little side note here that everyone who claims to hold the light is not holding the light, okay? And there are people that can channel, but they don't not necessarily channeling light. So let's just always use discernment when we're yeah. when we are um when we are engaging in certain things really ask your higher self ask your body see how your body feels if it feels constricted or if there's any kind of anxiety or stress or fear that comes through when you're listening to something then that's not what you want so um we want something that's going to be uplifting us and, and making us feel like we are ascending into those those um, frequencies not being taken into a lower frequency if you understand what i mean so just as that side note I think that listening to light language, to others speaking light language, and, um, and allowing yourself to um, acclimate to those frequencies, the more your body, the more your consciousness will become, will start to vibrate with that frequency. And then the more that you listen to it, the more it will start to activate. Like what I was saying with the, the recordings that I'm making that I'm gonna be releasing in early September, is um, are meant to do this, like especially for the, the Ascension one and for the Activation one. There's also ones for Twin Flame. Um, so yeah, so there's gonna be, a, and the Twin Flames are ones who come into um, really speaking light language first because we are so activated by the twin that the twin actually brings in that catalyst of what you're talking about so that we go deeper into that, that that shadow and so that we can heal that wounded child and we can also activate our gifts because I really believe, um, and I don't want to make this sound, I don't want to make this sound trite. <laughs> so let me try to make this, okay. So I have a lot of clients, a lot of clients who have had severe emotional, physical or sexual trauma or mental trauma when they were children. And they are some of the people who I know who are the most multidimensional. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we have had that, like you were saying, as a gift, even though I know it's a horrific experience and I do not discount that in any way and that we should never have had to have that experience. But some reason or another, we had those experiences and they catalyzed us going into this, leaving our body because the experience was so horrific that we had to disassociate and leave our bodies and go into the multidimensional realms. And there we were able to access more of our psychic powers and things like this. So this is what happens too when we go in through catalysts as, as adults now, because a lot of us are going through a time right now known as the dark night of the soul or the shamanic death because we're having actually a collective dark night of the soul. And so everyone is having some kind of experience that is taking them into that shadow and it's catalyzing them to awaken to that, those, those powers that they have inside. And so it's, even though it's a very difficult time to go through this, it is a blessing when we get on the other side of it. 
and that's what's happening now too. So like you said, so going, like really, instead of running away from our shadow, because I know a lot of people don't want to deal with the shadow. Who does, right? It hurts like hell, right? It sucks. But if we are able to face that shadow, whatever the, whoever, whoever or whatever is bringing that mirror to us, to look at ourselves and be like, shit, this is what I look like. This is who I am. And really going deep into that and seeing what is that? Where did that come from? Why am I, why am I holding this energy that's so low? And going into that and finding those, those things and then allowing them to catalyze us to, to really find the light of who we are. This is powerful. This is how we awaken. This is how we ascend. And this is how we're going to be able to stand at the ocean, like you said, and be able to heal the ocean, you know, because we're going to access that amazing light. And, you know, I, what I want to say is that a lot of people who are gifted, I feel that they're being targeted for their energy. You know, they're being targeted by their parents who have lost their light energy. Mm -hmm. They're being targeted even as adults. A lot of people who have innocent energy or, or higher energies and are empaths are being targeted by people who have lost their energy, who are energy vampires. And I feel like we incarnated and we know that we're God in the end. And we incarnated to help the lost ones who got caught in the karmic cycle. So we know, you know, I knew I was going to go through pain before I got into this body. I knew I would have a traumatic childhood, but how could I relate to children, you know, being traumatized and vampirically yes. uh, um, used on yes. this planet mm -hmm. and hurt if I did not incarnate myself into that and have that experience, I could not relate or connect to them. And it's, you know, this is a really intense subject because I have thousands of clients all around the world. And I can tell you, you know, we talk about, oh yeah, there's abuse going on in elite circles with children, but I can tell you four out of five people, it doesn't matter how wealthy they are, doesn't matter their, their status in life, four out of five people have been abused as children. Oh yeah. And that's a hidden fact. It's mm -hmm. hidden and nobody talks about these things. And this is a very important thing, a subject that we need to talk about because that what's happening is what I call soul rape. And I know that's a very drastic word to say, yeah. but it's the, we have souls who are caught down here in karmic cycles. They've lost their light. So when new souls come in or even how, not even new souls, when we come in who have all this light energy, we're targets. That's mm -hmm. the thing. And then, but that also helps us on our spiritual journey because for me, I realized I became a big target. I was a target as a child from my, my mother who was vampiric to me. Mm -hmm. I remember she'd come over, she wasn't feeling well. She'd come hold my hand. I had all this happy energy and I'd see angels. She'd hold my hand and drain me. Mm -hmm. And then I'd get dark circles around my eyes and it'd take me a little bit to regenerate. Mm -hmm. But I realized, okay, hey, people are draining their kids. They're draining you know, the, the, their friends. They're draining their partners. They're draining people that they, at the grocery, they're draining everyone, those who have lost their light. And this is, this is kind of, forget us having diseases on this planet. We have a spiritual disease going on and that's what I call energy vampirism going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Well, when, when we're having, a everything is spiritual. So like if we have a spiritual in misalignment and, and imbalance, everything, everything is going to be, everything is going to be, you know, imbalanced and, and misaligned. And so that's why and we're seeing it. And it's happening because of lack of energy. 
people are depleted in energy. So the thing is, is that that's where we need to start. And I, I, I'm really passionate about this right now. We need to start teaching people how to bring energy into their bodies. Mm -hmm. And when the energy comes into their bodies, the light language will come in. They'll have that remembrance in their DNA and their, in their God selves. And that'll channel through. So we have these different tools that we can actually access the energy of God and bring it into us and be portals of that. So we're walking light. Basically we were walking through the grocery store mm -hmm. and we're affecting the frequency of that grocery store we're driving and we're affecting the frequency all around us and bringing it up so that we can help the planet to ascend into higher frequencies mm -hmm. and this is very very important right now so it's important that we actually do the work but god cannot live mm -hmm. in a body where there's fear where there's trauma pain and suffering and instead of running from those things instead of doing drugs to go ahead and push them away so we don't have to feel them like she said to delve into your shadow hurts really badly. It does. It does. It's, it's not an easy journey. <laughs> no. This, this, isn't, this, isn't, this isn't what I call bubblegum spirituality. But it's, it's, but it, it's you needed. know what? It's, it's, that's what makes us warriors. That's what makes us the warriors of light. That we have the courage to go there. Because it's not forever. We go there, we see it, and guess what? We, we transmute it. We and if we don't transmute it, then it's still there. It's this underlying, it's this underlying program and energy that continues to drive us and sabotage our lives. Mm -hmm. So we either go, we decide to go in, in and face it and transmute that shit, or we get, we get, it masters us. Uh, yeah, it masters us and it, and, it, and it rules our lives without us even knowing because we are such slaves to it that we don't even realize that we are creating these behaviors that are sabotaging our lives, our, our relationships, our bodies, you know, everything. So it's really important, like Sarah's saying, is like every morning that we need, you know, I wake up in the morning and I have like this, like, you know, I have a lot of heaviness on me because I'm still transmitting things and I don't want to get out of bed. But what I have to do is push myself to get out of bed, sit at the altar and, and pray and, and, and ask, you know, the divine spirit to bring that light into me and to surround me with that light so that when I go out in the world, I'm not radiating darkness, I'm not radiating fear, I'm not radiating that shadow, but and I'm, I'm actually like holding the light so vibrant that people that come around me, they are either a triggered by my light and have to run or they are, they immediately are transmuted. They're, they're uplifted just by being in my presence. So then that's what happens when the low vibration meets the high vibration. It, it, it either has to do one of two things. It either leaves or it transmutes. transmutes. And so what do you decide? What's your decision? You know, what are you going to do when you meet the light? Are you going to run? and hide and, and, and allow that shadow to continue to, to fester and, and, and like create um, this horrible experience for you? Or are you going to allow it to, to show you where the darkness is and shine that light on it so that it can transmute and, and be light also? And that's everyone's choice, you know, and the more that you run from the pain, the more it's just going to be destructive to your life. You're not going to be able to connect in love. You're not going to really truly be able to connect to anyone because that's going to show up as a blockage and block you from that. So, you know, it, it, it again, it's everyone's choice. Mm -hmm. And for me, I'd rather live in a place that's happy and sunshine and blissful. Sure. And <laughs> you can only get there once you go through the storm. Once you face all of the storm, then the sunshine comes after. And this is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And, you know, I think a lot of people on this planet, you know, they, they've fallen into religion, which for me is a very false. It's the false light matrix system. 
And I can say one thing is that a lot of people have told me, you know, God lets us suffer on this planet. And looking at this deeply, God doesn't let us suffer. We choose that ourselves. And God is always there knocking one way or another, trying to come and help us. And it's up to us to open those doors. It's up to us to clear our trauma, to face our shadows and allow God in. God's been there all along waiting for us to allow it in. God has this unconditional patience and love. God isn't going to force itself upon us. God's waiting for us to actually open that door. And that door opens once we do the work and face ourselves and truly understand ourselves and truly know ourselves. Absolutely. I love that. And you know what was coming to me too is that the very first time I ever channeled ever, um, the mother earth spoke to me spoke through me and and the um and what she said to me was that we had forgotten her song because she sings to us but we've covered her with roads and concrete and buildings and loud noises and phones and computers and and everything to distract us from the song of the earth and when we actually sit out in the nature, they try to, to get as far away from the man-made things as possible, but if you can't, even just sit with a plant and then deeply listen, she will speak to you and then you will hear that song and that song is light language. She's speaking, she's allowing the divine energy to speak to, through us or through her so that she can sing to us and help us to awaken so that we can remember our connection to her, our connection to each other, you know, our, our oneness. And so that the so that all of the dissension, all of the discord, all of the, um, the, the, the low vibrational frequencies that are causing us to judge each other or to um, have negative experiences with each other will be dissipated because we will see each other as, as the other. We'll see each other as the earth because I am earth and you are earth. And, and then in that we see each other that we're all spirit. And, and, it's, and then it becomes so beautiful and that language will come so easily because we are tapped into it. We're tapped into Mother Earth and we can tap into the galactic system. And once we're connected with everything, everything can speak through us. That's true. Nature is our true nature. That's right. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's beautiful. You know, I love that. Nature is God. And each one of the planets, even though you, you see them as a physical solid planet, there are these ancient spirits and what creates physical solid matter is the condensation of energy. So solid matter is condensed energy. Mm. So each planet is an ancient spirit, a sphere of light. Venus is connected to our heart chakra. And in ancient times, the priests and priestesses would sit there and they would speak to Venus and Venus would channel energy to their heart chakras. Saturn is connected to time and reality. And the priests and priestesses would speak to Saturn and they had the, these beautiful heart divine connections mm -hmm. to these ancient spirits that we call planets. And the planets would, you know, they, they, they would send their energies and channel their energies into them. Because, and the planets are ancient spirits of God. Mm -hmm. They're part of God. And they've manifested into physical form to help us on different levels. And they have unconditional love for us. And they send us these beautiful frequencies 
and and they're waiting for us to actually open those doors and understand how our system works and tap into them so if your heart chakra is really really just you know disconnected sit there visualize a cord going to venus ask venus to channel in the ancient frequency of love into your heart chakra if you're having a hard time with creating a reality where you're having you know because you're, you're you're struggling you can't pay your bills there's a lot of different struggling in your life start to create your own reality so you sit there you you visualize charging yourself with the golden light well, first, do what you want to do is you want to go in. You want to tell your cells, your organs, delete any uh, negative, dense emotions, um, delete any toxic energies. Then you tell the golden light to come in. Mm -hmm. And then what you do is you go ahead and you you, you visualize a cord going to Saturn. You, you 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 send Saturn love and you say, hey, you, you visualize what you want to create and you send that to Saturn. Saturn will reflect that back and mm -hmm. create the time and timeline and reality where you're successful, where you're healed, where you're thriving. And we have all this ancient, what I call ancient magic. Mm -hmm. Actually, it, it, it's God power. Yes. That and the spirits, we have the host of the realms that are there to help us in many different forms, whether it's the ETs, whether it is the planets that are ancient spirits, whether it is the, the, the angels, whether it is the fairies, they're all there waiting to help us, but they're only gonna come in once we do our shadow work and once we truly tap into ourselves. They're not gonna force themselves on us. And a lot of people are always saying, you know, oh, why am I not getting this help that I'm, I need? Well, go do the shadow work go face yourself go return to god source in you and you're going to get the help that you need it's there that's why some people are actually accessing the divine and somebody are accessing the some some people are accessing these beings and some people aren't just mm. because of that well that's so beautiful i love that and i and i so believe that's true and i think that's why you know their their old names as, uh, correlate with gods and goddesses right yes. and uh, i just want to give a shout out because this is so perfect like it's like a perfect segue um for me to um to give a shout out to my dear sister raquel spring who is a professional astrologer and um she and i are going to be doing a retreat october 22nd to the 25th and it's all about venus and the asteroids, the feminine, the divine feminine asteroids that are um, also embody goddesses. And it's all about bringing in the new divine feminine codes that are gonna be activated in 2022. So um, we only have a few spots left, but if you're interested, please check out waythesacred.com and um, there's the retreat information there. But I think that it's just, it's, it's exactly what Sarah's saying. So thank you for that little segue for me to give a little shameless plug. But I think that it's actually not just a shameless plug, it's because I think, you know, we're doing this work, it's our sacred work. We are doing this so that we can help all of us to really come onto line with these planets and to really um, connect with these planets in a very mm -hmm. profound way. Raquel's amazing. She's a master astrologer. She She's one is of my favorites gorgeous. other than the Leo King. <laughs> <laughs> the yes. Leo King. That's so, I love him. Yes. I know, that's funny. I love watching his videos. Very different energy than the Leo King, let me tell you. He's very Leo. <laughs> yeah, and, very she, and she's very priestess goddess. Yes. Just, yes, that's how we love her so much. And so it's going to be an amazing experience, so please join us. But isn't it, like, beautiful we come in all these different ways to help, you know, Enlighten, enlighten humanity mm -hmm. so we come in more goddessy and feminine and the leo king comes in like oh, leo. Yeah. Leo. Oh, he's a leo you know that's what that's what lions do right? yeah. 
<laughs> you know, that's so funny. Yeah, I love it. But I love the the idea of like you know connecting with the gods and goddesses through the sky because this year specifically, I have really really learned. I mean, I've known you know somewhat before, but I have seen the power of. Um, the sky, the power of the planets and the stars. And I see that they are absolutely a map of what's happening here on Earth. We are a microcosm of the macrocosm that is happening up above us. And I can see in my own personal life, I can see in the collective consciousness in this country and throughout the globe, how these planets are playing out and how they are really directing our, our, um, our experience here. So they are very very powerful and i don't discount their energy in any way and so diving deeper into astrology is definitely um a must for us now you know back in the bible right those three wise men they found jesus because they watched the stars they were astrologers and they were wise because they knew the wisdom of the stars and so we re this is another ancient science you know just like light language we are reclaiming and regaining so that we can understand how how we walk through this world and bring about our ascension and how we come back into the light that we are and i wanted to add to that last night so that we had the full moon and I went we actually did a hike into deep into the forest where the river was is and I had this experience so I really want to recommend you know that people start to focus on different planets and also on the sun and moon and bring in their energies because it's very very vital for the extension so last night I laid on my back on the ground and I just looked at the moon and then suddenly the moon had this like ring of light around it and then I saw this golden stairway to the moon and I, I went up the golden stairway to the moon and then suddenly I was walking among the stars and that was my experience and since a little child I remember as a little child I just sat there and looked at the moon and I could talk to her and she'd send light back to me and I would speak to her and I have this like love for her and in ancient times what the moon did she's the yin and we have the temple of Hathor mm -hmm. and, and at the temple of Hathor the women only were allowed in the temple of Hathor by the way and what they would do is they would lay under the moon and the moon would actually, it would put their hormones in harmony mm. because the hormones are, are out of, uh, a lot of people's hormones are just off right now. Women's hormones are yes. off and hormones only work well and function well when they're in harmony. And the that's when they have, when the body is full of the yin energies it needs, which is the divine feminine energy, then the hormones will function right. A lot of women, their yin energy, are it, it's being drained. It's the divine energy that, that's being drained. So it's really important to bring that yin energy. And, and you know, we do sun gazing, but nobody's really doing moon gazing. Yeah. It's something that I do. So it's really important for women to connect to the moon and channel those moon energies in. And that's just going to realign the harmony in your body, which will also affect your hormones. And, and it's really going to heal your hormones. That's one of the things that the, the, moon, the moon's energy does. So in Egypt, when there were full moons or there were new moons, all the women would, you know, they would go lay under the moon and that would balance them out. And if there was a person who was too angry, they would also put them under the moon because the person who was too angry had too much yang, mm, yeah. which was heat. Right. So the yin would actually, they would lay them under the moon and that would balance out the yang energy out of them. 
and put more yin and calm that, their systems down. I love that. And so I'm going to put out a shout out right now. <laughs> I want somebody in Sedona to offer us their property so that we can actually do this on the full moon, that the women can gather and we can, we can lay in a circle and we can moon bathe and that we can receive her glorious light <laughs> and that we can all come back into alignment. So who's game? Who's got a beautiful property that we can do this? <laughs> Well, we prob probably do it out here, but my HOA might be just a bit. Yeah, it has to be a little bit private. It has to be somewhat private. We can't be open up because you know, not yet. Eventually, when everybody starts to awaken, then we can just like be in the middle of like you know the Bell Rock or you know. Well, something hey, like that. I'm building a house next, so I'll build us a moon deck there. Yeah. But in the meantime, <laughs> please, somebody. I, I'm not joking. I really think that it would be great if somebody offered us um, some property here just for that night. You know, for us to do our moon ceremony. I think that it would be really powerful for us to come back to our goddess nature and to really embrace those ancient ways. I love that. Yes, and if it was I by water, it would be even better. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we have so many adventures together. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Thank you guys for watching our podcast. Oh, let and me tell them about my, project, my, um, my event. Okay. Okay. So I will be having, um, I'm having a release. Wait, wait, wait. We have somebody. Vivian Lay will host the moon bathing. I know at... Vivian Lee. Hi. Oh, thank you, Tangila. And Tangila. Ah. Tangila too? Yes, all right, Tangila. Well, I all right. love you. I love you. So we'll, we'll, we will, um, <laughs> hello, Vivian. Hello, Tangila. We love you so much. Oh, my God. I'm actually going to be doing a priestess program since Tangila's here. She and I are doing an online free priestess program. If you go to waythesacred.com, you'll just find out all the information about all of us. Um, but we're going to be doing a free online priestess program um, the end of this month or the beginning of September I'm not exactly sure when so just um, send me a little message saying I'm interested in the priestess program and I will put you on the list and get you that information but um, I wanted to tell you can I tell them about my event? Yeah. okay so um so on September 12th I am having an event here in Sedona it is my album release for the light language album and I will be actually doing um, a live um, experience too with my crystal bowls and with my, my shamanic rattles and singing and speaking light language um, and bringing us on this complete shamanic um, sonic journey. So, and also our dear brother, Mark, he has this, um, this quantum machine. <laughs> What's it called? I forget what it's called all the time. Well, anyway, he's going, to bring, he's going to bring his quantum machine that, um, that we're going to use first. So it'll be like having like a little celebration party, like drinks and food, and then we're going to have him do this meditation with this quantum machine that brings us into the quantum field, and then we're going to dive into the light language shamanic sonic experience. So I hope that you all come. It's at um, September 12th, and it's at Sun Moon in Sedona. And um, I will, again, if you go to waythesacred.com, it's on my event page. And um, I'll put the links down in, um, in the comments. And also, I'm going to be having something here next Sunday with my goddess sister here and her goddess um, temple right here in Sedona also. In, um, and that is going to be, I forgot what I called it. Oh, I think I called it Shamanic Journey with light language activation yes. and that's on eventbrite so i will be putting that there too so that's next sunday and then september 12th please check out my um my uh album release i'm so excited and i really i really think that 
I, know, I don't think, I know that Spirit has given me this so that it can help so many of you. So please, please check it out. Thank you so much. I love you. Thank you guys for watching. And I'm going to be doing more podcasts with all my lovely friends here in Sedona. Mm -hmm. I've just been very busy. <laughs> I'm, watching mm -hmm. a, I'm watching a course with Billy Carson, so I'm working on that. And then, you know, I hired a team. I actually hired Kairos team. Nice. So they're doing redoing all of my stuff in a professional matter, manner. So I'm very excited about this. And of course, you know, I'm going to try to be, do, as much as I offer my services that are paid for, we do offer, which I feel it's karmically balanced for us. We offer and do a lot of free work. Absolutely. So it's Absolutely. balanced. So we try to get out there a lot of information, you know, just for free and a lot of healings for free, which is really, really important for me. So it's balanced. And I use, but, I, and I offer a lot of, um, ceremony here for in Sedona free, yeah. for free and I'm going to be so, also offering a lot of things online for free so check it so out so if you're you know if you're visiting Sedona get on her melon list so maybe you could come to one of her journeys at, that she hosts for free and um, you'll love it. I mean, she, I am very picky about who I allow, you know, in my temple here and she's hosted beautiful journeys in my temple. Mm -hmm. And I, I'd say they're some of the best in Sedona. I really, really enjoy having her friendship and presence and also her light on this planet because I feel like all of us women here in Sedona and some of you guys rather, we're really doing the work to bring up the frequencies and, and, and it's what's needed right now. So I'm, I'm proud of all of you guys. I'm proud oh, of you. Thank you. And I'm so, so thankful great. for you. I'm so proud of you. I love you. And I'm going to finish the podcast. <laughs> so okay. I wanted to say, guys, I'm actually launching some projects myself. So I'm launching um, priestess program training program with my lovely friend Tangila. So you'll see that in the future. It's going to be around another month and a half to two months when everything's launched because my whole team's working on this. I'm also going to go ahead and be doing a um, group. So I decided to get all my friends together and I don't know if anybody knows the breakfast club. Yes. yes. So we decided to do an awake club. So we were going to call it the, the woke club and everyone's going to come in. They're going to speak about their different spiritual experiences. Do we get breakfast also? You get smoothies, superfood smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> I have a smoothie right here, actually. I have a, I have my Vitamix full of the one over there. I have to get after. So I'm going because I want to, I want to just have, you know, I want our groups full of very divine masculine. Oh yes, guys. we have beautiful and masculine men in, yes, in Sedona. We do so yes. grateful that take care of us priestesses and help us. Yes, yes. <laughs> so we um, have a beautiful group here. So we're gonna do this project where we're going to teach people how to, you know, just how to, um, make superfood smoothies, how to do different spiritual practices, how to, um, live a life on a more spiritual level and awakened level. So we're going to have clips of when we go to the farmer's market, the things we buy, how we juice, you know, our get togethers, our hikes, because we just really want to show people that, Hey, you can achieve a better way of life when you spiritually are connected to yourself. So we're like one big happy family and we're hoping all these tips are gonna help everyone out, out there. It's, I'm, just, I'm just laughing because I'm thinking of the Breast Club, right? And like, I'm Molly Ringwald, 
like all grown up <laughs> and ascended with the red hair. And you're the, uh, uh, what was her name? Ali Sheedy with, with the dark hair. Uh, you know, so here we are. We're the ascended, the ascended versions of, uh, of the Breakfast Club. Oh my gosh. Everyone who always likens me to Blair, uh, no, Wicked Blair Wald- Waldorf off of Gossip Girl. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's probably because I was a trust fund girl. <laughs> so anyhow, thank you guys for watching and I'll be doing more lives. And you guys have a great evening. And thank you, Melinda, for being on. We love you and miss you in California. Come back soon. <laughs> you guys have many blessings. We so love you. So many blessings. Bye. Bye-bye. Mwah.